right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline Only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. have to edit out. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Trouts is in five minutes late to the start of the episode and his headphones are dead so I can hear the inside of his asshole mm-hmm. from his recording equipment which I don't even know what was projecting sound but I no. could hear him fart. It was horrendous. There's a lot Car, of stuff I'm furious. Yeah. I'm furious. I know. I know. Car, but I here am we are. fucking furious. It's November and I'm furious. November 10th, Fury knows no bounds, as they say. No bounds. Uh, no bounds. You know, just to, to, to sidestep another disaster week, <laughs> I suggest we get right into it because I am also furious and I just oh, don't want to think about it. I've also had just an absolutely infuriating day already. Have you? What's going yeah. on with you? Uh, just like, just you? random stupid shit. Your gain it, it, is also massive, my friend. Oh, is it? Right Let me, yeah, well, it's become crank massive. it down. And again, you have such a powerful voice, you know, so it's... That's so low. <laughs> Disaster week. This is unreal. I okay. am fearful. How about this? Is this that's sorry? excellent. That okay. sounds great. Good yeah. night, man. Oh. That sounds great. What's going on with you? What's happening with you? I don't know. Just stupid shit. Stupid little things. Yeah. Little problems. Lady problems. Shit. No, volleyball no lady problems. problems. No, I wish I had a lady problems. to have a problem with, but no. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. Well, listeners, like... he's available. Yeah, that's he's true. Available. Yeah, that that's is true. If anybody, yeah, all of our... Three male listeners are interested. (laughs) Give it a shot. Personal ad. All right. You know what? Let's get into it, man. Let's just do it. (laughs) I don't know if you saw this, Carr. I I don't know how on the timeline you've been. Representative Paul Gosser, he Mm. he put out this video. um, Arizona, by the way, if you were curious. Okay. AZ. It's a video of uh, uh, an anime TV show called uh, Attack on Titan. Okay. And he put it puts out this video where it's his face on the main character <laughs> and then it's Nancy Pelosi's face, Joe Biden's face, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's face on these monsters that his character is killing, <laughs> slaying what? with a blade. Okay. Yeah, and there's seems... like, you know, like hardcore Japanese like rock music in the background and stuff. Nancy Pelosi tweets threats of violence against members of Congress and the President of the United States cannot be tolerated. We need to condemn this horrific video. Paul Gosser innocently tweeted, are there any anime fans out there? Oh my lord. (laughs) And then he goes, and then he goes, my cre- the creativity of my team is off the hook. It, it was How old really is this guy? 70? Oh, okay. So this it was a team concoction for him. Oh, he didn't do it himself. Okay. I don't know how old. He doesn't look 70, but he, let's yeah. find out how old he is. He is old enough to. Uh, 62. Okay. He's old. Yeah. He's an old man who not definitely 70. doesn't know anything about anime anyway. Absolutely not that not. I do, not that you do, Carl. No, I don't know anything. I don't know a thing about it, but he People put that video out. It was a real, then, but... 
really odd. I saw it. It was one of those things where I was wearing my glasses, scrolling the timeline. I had to take my glasses off. Took them off, put them back clean on. Clean them. Yeah. And put them back on. Just to make sure. Stunning. It was yeah. really stunning. That's there's been the a, opener. There's been a lot of that. Like, I feel like stunning I have gone. Stunning stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, this I feel week like I got a lot uh, of stunning stuff here. <laughs> what the fuck is going yeah, on? Low-key, it was one of those weeks where it was just like, stunning. what the hell is going on? The, I, I do feel like there is a significant portion of the Earth that is just rotating out of reality. Yeah, 100%. Like, the yeah, the, the northern half of the western hemisphere is kind of <laughs> it, rotating yeah. faster than the rest of the planet. Yeah. <laughs> which which was it which isn't even possible with a line but it is well anything is possible with yeah. quantum mechanics my That's friend true. who knows yeah collapses into a globe unreal stuff aaron yeah. Rodgers is the next story now this was a weird one right i wanted to i wish aaron was here but fucking the guy can't be reminded to charge his own headphones for his own podcast to release his own fucking friday episode so mm-hmm. he's not here mm-hmm. and um so i can't get his opinion on this but basically simply put Something or other, he didn't get the vaccine. Yeah. And he also lied to the NFL. Which was pretty Chad. Uh, incredibly Chad. Yeah. Furthermore, he's continuing to lie. <laughs> yes, yes. Which in I a love very the obvious down. way. Love yeah, the double yeah. down. <laughs> I love it too. So he hasn't been vaccinated against COVID-19. And last week he ended up testing positive for coronavirus. So he missed the Packers game on Sunday, which I love because I hate the Packers. Fuck the Packers. But... Aaron Rodgers is becoming one of my favorite quarterbacks. He ends up appearing on Pat McAfee's show on Friday, and his initial statement about not being immunized, it, what he says it wasn't some sort of ruse or lie, it was the truth, which isn't true, <laughs> if we're being real here, but that's okay, I don't care. He ends up walking those statements back when he returns to McAfee's show again for another weekly appearance. He goes, quote, I made some comments that people might have felt were misleading. <laughs> it wasn't me, it was you. Dude, and then, exactly. And then... To anybody who felt misled by those comments, I say take full responsibility for those comments, which is a wild statement. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I like that Aaron Rodgers is literally just doing the media's bit right now. Yeah, like, he, yeah, and just, the bare minimum just, of it. Just yeah. absolutely, like basically gaslighting people. <laughs> Later on in the interview, on the same interview, he goes, "I did mislead people about my status." <laughs> yeah, I was like, like at this point, we we it, we are just in this insane world where like. You could just say whatever and whatever. just double down on it and like and just say no 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 that that's that's true or something you know Isn't it weird how we are in the most documented period of human history and it, and yet we are more confused than ever about the yes, facts Yes 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 it's it's very uh, whimsical it does It's the it's interesting people didn't realize that part of documentation is the person or format documenting it mm-hmm. which leads to an inevitable millions of interpretations yeah even to things that were clearly stated it's a real mind blower when you just look so on tuesday he ends up going you know after the interview talking about protocols for unvaccinated players he spoke about using ivermectin he also used monoclonal antibodies other things he goes quote i'm an athlete not an activist so i'm gonna get back to doing what i do best and that's playing ball which is a great statement as well Mm -hmm. He goes, I shared my opinion. It wasn't one that came frivolously, involved a lot of study and doing what was best for my body, but further comments, I'm going to keep between myself and my doctors. I don't have any further comments about any of those things after this interview. Puts it down like that. He laughs about uh, McAfee's mention of Dr. Joe Rogan, reference to popular podcast host Joe Rogan, who treated himself with ivermectin, monoclonal antibodies, all kinds of stuff, Z-packs. He goes, uh, Rogers goes, I have a lot of admiration for Joe. The winner in my book, I watch every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. He also goes, 
I definitely talked with about a dozen friends of mine who dealt with COVID and they were all helpful in different ways. Joe being one of them. These guys are talking behind the scenes. I can appreciate the woke centrist take that's about to happen here, but I have mm-hmm. problems with it. Okay. And we'll get to why. Well, <clears throat> Aaron has a gem. Quote, how about we teach people how to be healthy? Until that is the conversation, the non-vaxxed right is going to champion me and the left is going to cancel me. And the whole time, I don't give a shit about either of them. Politics is a total sham. I'm not going to go on Fox News just like I wouldn't go on CNN. I have no desire for that. The only desire I have is for people to take autonomy over their body in all forms and facets. I appreciate the woke take from Aaron Rodgers, the woke centrist take. It's all sure. a sham. I appreciate it. But let's be honest here, Carr, and I'm not trying to push one side or the other on you, but one side of this debate is advocating your right not to be forcefully vaccinated or to lose your ability to make money, eat out again, or take an airplane. And the other side wants to be able to take those things away from you and is also employing Big Bird? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to convince you to do it. So there's me, been some, yes, there, there's new information has come to light. <laughs> to, 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 <laughs> good reference there. Yeah. Uh, to me, I, you don't have to be like gung-ho Republicans or anything. Like that. You can't be like they're both equally bad. They, no way. <laughs> there's, there is at this moment a tilt. <laughs> yes, in yeah, yeah. The the, 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 yes, yes. Those who are employing childhood icons like yes. Elmo and Big Bird are worse. Yes. They are worse. You can say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just all, just yeah. like in 2003, you could say, yes, the Republicans are empirically worse. Like, Unbelievably the, the, like, true. Yes. Like that, now we can, yes. we can absolutely tide, say that the progressive side you, is. It's, oh, you don't have to take absolutely the centrist take. Yes. No. Yeah. You don't have to. But he did. I appreciate it. But, you you know, you don't have to. It's all right. Anyway. Now we're going to get on to the kind of the subject of this episode. Notice I haven't given out a King or, or Award of the Week. That will come. That will come in a surprising way. All heavy lids Joe Biden, though, is out there yeah. praising a giant fake bird for getting vaccinated. As far as I know, Carr approved this for me. The vaccine has not been approved for the use by giant birds. Not that I know of, no. Not that I know of, but that's The vaccine not has not been approved for use uh, by humans, uh, except through the emergency <laughs> use authorization, is my understanding. <laughs> So, that's, that's so true. It's it's it, we, a scary universe. President Joe Biden praised a fictional bird, Big Bird, on Sunday for getting the coronavirus vaccination as the administration begins a new push, the most malicious push so far, against children ages five to eleven to get vaccinated. Car camp at less than seven hundred children in the entire country have died of coronavirus between that age range, and they all had multiple comorbidities. It's a very, very malicious, evil thing that's being done here, but you know, no big surprise there. The president's Twitter account replied to the message that Big Bird sent out via social media informing everyone that it was vaccinated. The article says it. I figured Big Bird was a he. We'll go with it. Fine. I appreciate that. Quote, I got the COVID-19 vax today, Big Bird's account read. Quote, my wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy, which is, again, not the definition of vaccinated until about four months ago. Anyway, Biden goes, quote, good on you, Big Bird. (laughs) Good on you, Big Bird. Quote, getting vaccinated is the best way to keep your whole neighborhood safe. Owning a gun is probably a better joke, but anyway. Sesame Street characters, several of them, were participating in a uh, a CNN town hall meeting about vaccinations. (laughs) Really malicious stuff that you have actual news anchors talking to actors in costumes playing 
beloved children's figures. Really malicious. That I don't. You ever read Brave New World? Because that I think happens in Brave New World. Actually, that exact thing happens. They inform children the vaccines are good during the same town hall. Big Bird expresses his fears about the vaccine. He was he was a vaccine skeptic, but they they stopped him. Doctor Sanjay Gupta, who got absolutely railroaded by Joe Rogan on a recent episode, it was great stuff. Suggested that he bring a stuffed animal to the vaccine appointment. It's very creepy stuff. Ted Cruz pops up. He goes government propaganda for your five-year-old he thought it was really weird he talks about how anybody who criticizes big bird liberals are losing their shit over criticizing big bird it's true it's very weird car how'd you feel oh dude this is this is uh just i mean God, it's dude, a creep I, show right i feel like we say it every fucking time we get on here but it just every time i i, f- I feel like we have just departed from reality <laughs> yeah really yeah yeah it's yeah. crazy. Uh-huh. It's crazy. It's I don't really know what I'm creepy. watching anymore. I, 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 I just legitimately Not, don't know what I'm watching anymore. It's pure entertainment, right? It has to be 100% it, it, entertainment. Yeah. Anybody who thinks that what what is on TV calling itself the news is news <laughs> is definitely uh, under a PSYOP presently. Yes. And uh, just that alone, kind of, we live in multiple different Americas. And it's very odd. Very creepy. It is. It is beyond odd, man. I mean... Yeah. Oh, it's villainous. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, these people are criminals. That that. Oh yeah. Let there be no doubt. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm gonna say right here: if you got the vaccine, you're a rapist. Okay. How's that? You feel like that? (laughs) Or you're free not to? (laughs) Or you're free not to be a rapist. (laughs) That's the t-shirt. That's what the t-shirt says. Man. That's what the t-shirt says. Yeah. Yeah. People are talking about it. We, you know, I don't know. Unreal. So. Uh, yeah, this, it's, it's very, very creepy. It's, uh, very... No word from Oscar the Grouch, by the way, no, who you know yeah. is an anti-vaxxer. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got no Chinese vaccination. Yeah, the resident racist ANCAP. <laughs> well, yeah, hashtag where is Oscar. Right. Um, really speaking of where is, where's, uh, Governor Gavin Newsom? Do we, have we... Gabby, the, uh, I don't know. I didn't get any news on that. You know Gabby anything baby. about that situation? No, what I, I don't. I, weird, I saw right? some. I saw some stuff that like allegedly leaked, but it, it I, you know, and maybe it is true, but it kind of reeked of one of those like too good to be true kind of headlines. He's probably raping kids on the Jeffrey Epstein. Well, he's right? absolutely raping kids. It's just a question of where. Allegedly, yeah, where. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, he hasn't been seen. Well, he, I get. I guess there's a report that he was seen at that like oil tycoon's daughter's wedding. Uh, I don't remember her name. Yuck. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty specific for me not to know the name, but uh, uh, he was spotted there. But he got a booster shot like 11 or 12 days ago, and oh, then man. wasn't. See, have, did you not see this? I wouldn't cry if he was dead. No, yeah. I didn't. See no, no, no. I, I wouldn't cry either. Yeah, I'd uh, be yeah. happy, but yeah, I didn't know. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, no. He, yeah, he, he did this goofy like uh, you know TV promotion for getting the vaccine, got the booster, and then literally hadn't been seen since well, for, for like eleven or twelve days. Here's your what? problem with that car. He didn't get anything. Right. Well, water. I know. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, he put water in his arm. That's kind of what I assumed <laughs> for most he's politicians. On, he's in yeah. Cabo or something yeah. like that right yeah. now. He's in yeah. Cabo. He's in so, Belarus helping to push 10,000 migrants, migrants that they found what from is, nowhere. What is I don't know, why, dog. Why, <laughs> does, why are there 10,000 migrants in a Iraqi, caravan on, Iraqi on, migrants every, in on Belarus. every national border? Every national know. border has 10,000 migrants stationed there, in, ready to move. 10, just ready to go Iraqi across the fucking border. Iraqi migrants in Belarus were, were 
coaxed to go over the border by a Belarusian mobster is the it story is. that I read. It's it is a movie. It's a movie. It's crazy. I, I don't understand. I just don't understand. I don't understand. You're I don't not meant understand to. why. I, <laughs> I know, I know, but like You're not that, it, it's like, it's like this is their version of pulling a gun out. It's like, well, well we got the migrants. Well, you can't do anything about it. What are you going to do? Fire on them? Yeah, right. It's, Good it's luck. Crazy. That look great. So, so I guess there's ten thousand fucking migrants. Not only Guatemalan migrants on our border, but uh, they got also Iraqi migrants over Iraqi there. Iraqi migrants on the Polish border. Like, I yeah, don't even... I don't really. It's a really. It's just odd. I don't even really know what the political statement is there, but uh, I don't either. You can't because you can't do anything. I mean, you can. You definitely can tell uh, your national guard to fire on those ten thousand Iraqi migrants or however many it is. You absolutely can do that if you're a leader. You can't though. You know what I mean? You can't. Yeah, you're free not to. You're free not to, right? So Mm -hmm. there's nothing you can do. It's also not. I don't know what you could. Some people are going as an act of war. Iraqis make great food, and I don't know much else about what they do. No, so. I don't know anything about it. I don't. I yeah. I, the, the, the common statement is, you know, would you have one of these migrants in your house? I'm going, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Teach yeah, me. Yeah, he was making me Teach food. Me some recipes, here's the, here's yeah. the here's the thing is that I, I I don't know anything about Iraqis, but I do know that there's not ten thousand of them just sitting on the Polish border. I'm pretty yeah. Sure I also that. highly doubt that that happened. Yes. Correct. Right, like I have no reason to believe that it happened. No. Why would I believe that? I don't believe the things that happened two blocks away from my house actually are happening. No. I don't know why I would believe any story about anything happening between Belarus and Poland, two countries I know very little to nothing about, and don't know very. I don't really actually know a Polish person. I'm not sure why Iraqis would want to go to Poland. I neither do I. Well, I think the thing with the migrants is actually most of them don't want to be in those countries. They're just being like, herded around by George Soros. Yeah, I think they would much rather be in a, a climate more uh, suited to them, yeah. closer to their other family members. And, and also, like, what I thought Iraq was, like, recovering. I don't really know. Listen, I don't really know, man. I don't yeah. know. I don't really know. Um, uh. It's a real brain boggler. Here's another brain boggler for you. Let's get back to Joe Biden. Lee put this in the chat, the boys' chat. It was a real brain boggler because I think it's true. I'm not sure, though. The question is, is Joe Biden a Chad? The answer is, let's find out. The White House on Monday said that businesses should move forward with President Joe Biden's vaccine and testing requirements for private businesses, despite the fact that federal appeals courts are ordering halts on those rules. Chad. Chad move. Yeah. You have to give it to him. It's a Chad move. Mm-hmm. It's a Chad move. People should not wait. The Deputy Press Secretary, Karen Jean-Pierre, I don't like that last name mm-hmm. at all, get her out of the country, told reporters during a briefing, quote, they should continue to move forward and make sure they're getting adequate workplace vaccinations. The U.S. Court of Appeals of the Fifth Circuit, which is considered the most conservative of all the appellate courts in the country, halted the requirements Saturday pending review, which is this, this thing that we were talking about, Car, uh, we've been talking about for the past few episodes. Have they done anything about the mandate? Well, this was it. They halt, They finally have issued the halt, which means now it's going to stay halted until they take it through to the Supreme Court. We'll see how that goes. I'm pretty sure it's going to get shot down by the Supreme Court. But again, old Chad Joe doesn't care. He's moving through with it. Biden administration asked the court to lift the pause. They did not lift the pause. They claimed it would be a premature and that there would be a lot of harm. They should wait till January, at least instead. I don't know what that means. The Labor and Justice Department's argued that OSHA acted within its authority as established by Congress. I think we should just disband OSHA. That's not a very brave statement of mine. Let's just get it out of here. We don't have this problem, these questions. 
court-ordered pause came after the requirements already went into effect, uh, and it started a countdown for businesses with 100 or more employees to ensure that they had received shots by January 4th. And here's the kicker. As far as I understand it, this is actually also going to apply to people under 100 workers as well. (laughs) So everybody in America, there's already massive trucking shortages. There's already massive shortages at the air traffic control. There's already massive shortages in basically every um, wholesale distribution sector in America. (laughs) There's massive shortages. And so this is going to go great for Joe, who hit his lowest approval rating so far. I don't know if you saw that, Carp. A 38% via a YouGov poll. YouGov, if we want to just go by the same, like, uh, consistent measurement, uh, YouGov's lowest poll for Donald Trump was 32%, as far as I remember. It might have been 34. Joe is only four percentage points off of that, (laughs) so it's it's going. It's definitely going. It's just, I don't know why people... I was going to say, I don't know why people keep electing people they know they're not going to be satisfied with. Two things, people are sheep and they're going to vote for whoever is there. And second of all, it's not like anybody actually gets a choice about who they're voting for. Anyway, they just put Joe Biden there and then they stole the election. So it is what it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like sliding in a boomer post. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm feeling, I told you I was agitated today. I'm, I, yeah, the boomer's yeah. really coming out today. Yeah, I like um, it. This is... This is going to be a, 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 a either a high performance episode for me or a really low performance it's, episode. It's, it's already started off great. I, you've been doing a really good job. I've got a I've got like this this whole thing with the Biden administration feels just like you're sitting at a poker table and you have a full house and they have like a pair and you know they have a pair and you know they know that you know that and they <laughs> know that you have a full house but both parties just keep pushing chips in the middle of the table t- and you're just t-shirt. and you're Somebody just <laughs> and you're just sweating sitting there like what the hell are you guys doing how, yeah. how why like like with the approval rating just plummeting and they're just like going forward with ri- dude it is nuts but did you see that florida is like talking about leaving osha yeah yeah i did it's awesome yeah, yeah it's, it's great cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm wondering when Fauci's going to get arrested for lying in front of the Congress. I don't I'm know. I'm also wondering when that's going to happen. So that's the thing, Carr, is that's what I think is the problem here is that they get, they're doing the thing with the with the bad hand that they know is a bad hand, that they know you know is a bad hand, yeah. that they also know you have a better hand than them, but they're still going through with this all the way yeah. to the end. Because at the end, they're not playing with their own money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know true. what they're playing with. Yeah. Nothing. Somebody else is wiener or something, the mid- I don't know. something like that my friends the yeah. election day already proved that there's a slow slide back to red coming in yeah. in various states they're losing power they know they're losing power they know they already don't have the power necessary to put a lot of the things they want to put into effect into effect so they're just kind of Signaling. I think this is going to be an, a, a signaling administration from this point forward until Joe inevitably dies and is replaced by Kamala Harris, who has an even lower approval rating. Mm-hmm. And at which point it's going to be nut. We're going to forget there's a president probably for a while. Yeah, dude. That's yeah. that's what I think is coming, honestly, because they have overplayed their hands so hard. I, I don't know, yep. man. Now, everybody was nervous about the mandate thing, and I was saying from the beginning, I'm still saying now, this is not going to hold. They don't no. have the political clout to effect it into action if it even did hold. So 100%, I don't. Yeah. No, what are they going to do? I, I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, I guess keep going because I mean, I've asked, please. what are they going to do for the you know, like every day for the last 400 days, and and the answer's always been keep going. <laughs> so. I just want them to really officially overplay their hand. Yeah. Somehow. Right. Like, I think they already did, but I really want something where 
everybody with half a brain in America just goes, oh, that's the moment. Like that, yeah. we have to now disobey the federal government. Right. That, I'm waiting for that moment because it's, it's either it happened already and this is just kind of a slow move to that or it's going to happen and it's going to be hilarious and great mm-hmm. for the podcast. Great for the podcast. Yeah, it'd be a great show. Great. Uh, so great I called him uh, Heavy Lids Joe. He sleeps yeah. all the time. Sleepy Joe. But we might also want to start calling him the Windbreaker. Okay, so we're going to get into this. You're going to bring His this up. His butthole on. is, first, Joe Biden's butthole has got to be one of the most rampant and out-of-control buttholes in America. It's active. Active volcano. There's mm-hmm. a volcano that's active, I think, in Spain right now. Joe Biden's butthole is probably the only more active volcanic summit mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. Joe broke wind, and that's what it says, in front of Camilla. Who's Camilla? Camilla is one of the representatives of the Queen of England. So she, they were, you remember that climate summit where, where Barack Obama called Scotland the Emerald Isles? Yeah, sure do. That one in Glasgow. Yeah, excellent stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Some other climate stuff I want to kind of briefly touch on after this, but uh, okay. yeah, keep going with them. So Charles, Camilla, William, Kate Middleton, they all get together, have a chit chat with Joe on November 1st, the Duchess of Cornwall was photographed also with Angela Merkel, Justin Trudeau, and Joe Biden. The Duchess of Cornwall, that is Camilla, previously met Biden in the White House in 2015 when he was the vice president under Barack Obama. Camilla and the U.S. leader's chat was marked by an unexpected reaction from the 78-year-old president that she has been talking about ever since. As they talked... Mr. Biden reportedly, via Camilla, the Duchess of Cornwall, broke wind, which made her very uncomfortable. An informed source told the Daily Mail on Sunday that Camilla was taken aback so much so by Biden breaking wind that she had to get out of there while they were making small talk. She left. <laughs> she left. And it, this is what the source said. It was long, loud. And impossible to ignore. <laughs> the gas leak reportedly happened after the audience listened to one of Queen Elizabeth's speeches. Camilla has not stopped talking about it since. <laughs> and we and 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 the only thing I want to know, we don't know, is if it stunk. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with his asshole and being in Europe. And if those two things are related, I think they might. But I think he's had one too many fish and chips. Mm-hmm. But he's breaking wind everywhere. I like is, to, th- you know, I like to think it's like uh, that scene in Step Brothers where it's just like forty-five seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was, dude. I think it was, and I think it was accompanied by an angry stare or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's. I mean, <laughs> Look again, in my though, eyes. again, though, we come back to is is Joe Biden a Chad? And I gotta say, that's a pretty I Chad move. I was literally about to say, yeah, if it was anybody else, I would say this is a great representation of America. It is very Chad. It's extremely Chad. I also think breaking wind and producing that much methane at a climate event. <laughs> oh, that is a very powerful move. High level, right? That's yeah. high level. So I think that's part of it too. Now you had stuff about climate. Well, I was going to notice that there was a um, there there was a, uh, a a speaker of honor uh, that was invited to the climate summit in Glasgow. Reporting on this November 10th live on uh, Wednesday, uh, it looks like our uh, most uh, 
provocative 15 foot Syrian puppet has been an entrance into the glass. Little Alma? Mm -hmm. Yeah, little uh, little Amal. Amal? Whatever it is? Yeah. The freaking big puppet woman? Yep, yep. No way. She's really there? She's there. She made it. She made it all the way across Europe, I guess. Uh, It looks like. I don't. You know, I don't, I don't know the details of that or, or, or what her uh, travel looked like. Uh, I, 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 apparently, she was supposed to walk the entire thing. I guess that's feasible. Uh, but um, She probably walked the canal. I mean, she's tall enough. Yeah, yeah. Maybe under the channel. Who knows? The channel? Um, yeah. I don't know, man. That's weird. That's yeah. really, she creeps me out. I know. So she came out and she was introduced on stage by a, oh, man, I wish I had it pulled up because the... Um, the uh, description was was pretty. They gave great. a description for little Amal. All right, maybe look it for that description. It, see if you can find it. Yeah, let me see. If for I those can find not it. remembering, we did an episode where we kind of tracked little Amal for a little while. She's basically this giant puppet of a Syrian girl who walks around the planet. As far as we can tell, obviously she's being puppeted by people walking her around, and she's supposed to be some sort of symbol of climate action, like something or other, or maybe a symbol of refugee. We're not sure. She's just kind of a symbol and like an abstract piece where you kind of look at her and you go, I guess she symbolizes this today. And it's been, it's, she's troubling to look at. Very scary to look at. Very troubling. So here is, I just, I see this tweet, little Amal. And this has got a two minute video clip of little Amal walking across the stage. It again, this is just, it's very surreal. Little Amal has arrived at COP 26 cop 26 for all of you that are uh, not so great at um, uh, acronyms. The giant puppet has traveled 800. Oh, I'm sorry. 8,000 kilometers, which is probably five or six miles. I have no idea in support (laughs) of refugees. She was introduced on stage by Brianna Fruin, a Pacific climate warrior from Samoa. What does that mean to you, Bird? Like, is she some, um, a Pacific climate warrior? Is she a um, warrior for the Pacific climate? I assume is she she's, from the Pacific First of all, I assume she's warrior? ethnically Samoan. It uh, certainly appears that she could be. Yeah, that's all I got from that, is that she's mm-hmm. ethnically Samoan. What is a climate warrior? Somebody who fights the climate. Okay. Well, she could start by fighting this freakish puppet that's standing next to her while she's at the 100%. podium because that thing is really dangerous. I, or I'm our, pretty or convinced our, that or it's our dangerous. gas geyser of a president. She that's true. She could start start plugging him. up Joe Biden's butthole. Yeah, something like that. Keep the methane Just in. Really stunning. Mm-hmm. Really so, stunning. Didn't know. Uh, so I guess a loser of the week appears to be the climate. I'm going to take a, a wild swing here. I think we're the losers of the week Could for be. having a cover Feels this like week. Feels like it. Feels like it. I feel like a loser. Yeah, I, feel I feel like, like a loser. <laughs> that's, maybe that's why Aaron bailed. Maybe that's why Aaron bailed on us before the episode started. That might be why, yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see how the climate could be the loser of the week. Duchess Camilla could be the loser of the week. She had Man, to sniff Joe yeah, Biden's she, fart. She took a big L today. Big week, L. That's for sure. Yeah, a fart so bad she's still talking about it days yeah, later. Yeah, dude. Like brutal. If you're talking about a fart several days later, that, that was a pretty nice fart, man. That was a nice fart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Definitely. I'm, a couple losers of the week. Maybe the listeners in there. You can you can take a mental vote who you think is the loserist. But there's a lot of losers out there this week. We're all losing. Mm-hmm. Losing a lot. Yeah. Um, my God. 
Let me give you a potential king of the week, though. How okay. about that? Please do. This was a real. Sometimes I see news. I'm. I. I, just, I again. I'm stunned. Um, Colin and Donna Craig Brown were weeding their garden in New Zealand. Colin, using his hoe, strikes something just under the surface. He figures it's a big rock or a fungal growth or a puffball or a body. You start digging into it, right? Colin pries it out of the ground with a garden fork. He scratches a bit of the dust, dirt away, peels it, tastes it. What? It's a potato. Okay. It's a potato. Donna goes, quote, we couldn't believe it. It was just huge. And it's not a pretty thing. Donna describes the appearance of this potato as ugly and mutant-like, and it's quite possibly the largest potato ever recorded. When the couple lugged it out of the ground, put it in their garage, they put it on an old set of scales, it weighed in at 17 pounds. That's the equivalent of a couple of sacks of regular potatoes or a small dog. In the weeks since the unusual find, which they found on August 30th, the couple's potato has become a celebrity in the small town of Hamilton. They've nicknamed it Doug after the way it was unearthed. And Colin actually built a small cart to tow Doug around. They put a hat on him. He's got a Facebook account. They like taking him for walks and giving him some sun. It's fun. You know, it's amazing what entertains people. A more official weigh-in occurred. And the Guinness Book of World Records entry for the heaviest potato is the 2011 monster, that's his name, from Britain that weighed in just around five kilograms. The couple applied to have Doug recognize they're waiting to hear back. 17 and a half pounds, that's 7.9 kilograms. Way above record. Guinness didn't reply for an update, but we'll see what happens. That So... Maybe a potential king of the week is Doug the Potato, largest potato on record. It's not every day you, you know, you get that car. And I love potatoes, so I figured it was an important story. How, how are you feeling about Doug? I'm feeling pretty neutral about it. Neutral about Doug? Not a fan mm-hmm. of potatoes, are you? I'm very neutral about potatoes. Wow. Interesting. I bet you if it was the world's <laughs> largest jalapeno, you'd be jumping in your, oh, jumping jumping in your up chair. Jumping down. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, all right. I guess I didn't titillate your senses there, but we'll continue onto a kind of a creepy story here. Um, Ashley Biden, saw this? Yeah, this one's weird. It's fucking weird, dude, because I don't know what to make of it. Federal agents were searching several locations belonging to current and former members of the conservative media company Project Veritas on Thursday in an investigation involving the possible theft of a diary belonging to President Joe Biden's daughter, Ashley, according to a statement from the group's website and an FBI spokesperson. So the whole thing was they didn't know at first whether or not this was a legitimate diary, but it turns out it is per the FBI investigation. The fact that they're investigating it confirms that it was indeed her diary because a spokesperson confirmed to NBC News that court-authorized law enforcement activity, which is a break-and-entry or whatever you want to call it, took place at an address associated with Project Veritas in Mamaronic, New York, and another on East 35th Street in Manhattan. So the group confirmed via a New York Times report that the investigation involves allegations that a diary belonging to the president's daughter had been stolen 
portions of the diary were then published online by a conservative website about two weeks later, uh, which is now we're talking about around the 2020 presidential election. We didn't hear about this during that period. I don't know why. It was really interesting. The Times cites two sources that were briefed on the matter and reported that the Justice Department had been investigating the case since October of 2020 when a representative of the Biden family reported that several of Ashley Biden's personal items had been stolen in a burglary. And a statement on Friday, Project Veritas' CEO James O'Keefe, who is known for producing undercover videos involving Democratic politicians, activists, media, Facebook employees, all kinds of stuff, said that his group had been approached by people claiming that they had Biden's daughter's diary. They decided not to publish it. But a whistleblower from Project Veritas ended up leaking it to another website who did publish it. Late last year, they were approached by tipsters claiming that they had a copy of Ashley Biden's diary. The tipsters indicated that they were negotiating with a different media outlet for payment of money for the diary. And in the end of the day, O'Keefe said, we made an ethical decision that because in part we could not determine if the diary was real, if the diary belonged to Ashley Biden, or if the contents of the diary occurred, we could not publish it or any part of it. So he turned the diary over to law enforcement after an attorney for Ashley Biden refused to accept or authenticate it. By then it had already been released. George Washington University law professor and Fox News contributor Jonathan Turley said on Monday that the FBI's investigation into the alleged theft of the diary belonging to Joe Biden's daughter raises legitimate concerns over the first family's connection to the bureau. Quote, why would the FBI be coming in on this? Turley asked America Reports. Quote, Project Veritas said it didn't run the information and notified local law enforcement. So there is a legitimate concern when the FBI becomes involved in this type of story as to whether or not it's going outside of those navigational beacons that we use to judge whether or not they're acting independently. Which is true. They didn't publish it. However, last year, National File published the entirety of Ashley Biden's diary, which revealed in it that she had inappropriate showers with her father, Joe. Entries in the diary included that she believes she was sexually molested as a child and shared, quote, probably not appropriate showers with her father. Some, uh, that detail, the author struggled to talk about drug abuse, the author's crumbling marriage through multiple affairs, and along with other entries showing the family's potential fears of scandal due to her brother's new home. And it also shows that she has a deep resentment for her father due to his money control and emotional manipulation. While the vast majority of the media ignored the bombshell revelations, perhaps dismissing the verifiability of them, the New York Times on Friday reported that the FBI engaged in two separate raids on two addresses as part of an investigation into how her diary got stolen. TLE, being the number one rape tracking podcast in America and the number one Biden tracking podcast in America, I just say we have to keep our eyes on this story. It's really troubling. You can go and read the diary for yourself. The inappropriate showers comment and the comment about her being sexually molested as a child raises a lot of difficult questions. So, yeah, that <clears throat> that one was creepy. Uh, and honestly, dude, I didn't even know that he had a daughter until this. He's got like a bunch. Really? I think he's got a bunch. Yeah, he's got a lot of kids we don't really know about. Yeah. Is that because he's Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay, that wasn't really a joke. I was just. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not really a joke when it happens either. He's got Hunter, Ashley, Bo, and Naomi. 
And he also has seven grandchildren. Hmm. Hmm. And, and Bo passed away. Hunter, I don't really know where Hunter's at right uh, now. Who knows? Ashley's still here, and I assume Naomi. Uh, Naomi was one year old. Well, oh, yes, she was the one who passed away in the car accident uh, with his first wife. So oh, he God, has yeah. Hunter and Ashley. Uh, Hunter, who is a grand mistake to his legacy, and <laughs> Ashley, who deeply resents him. So mm-hmm. he's doing a great job as a parent. Very, very good job. Which there. is why we should have him as the president, America's for daddy. Sure, for sure, yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. <clears throat> um, so uh, adding on to the more creepy side of events, uh, there's an event that I'm just going to uh, initially label as demonic until uh, proven other wor- otherwise, uh-huh. and that is the Astroworld. Mm-hmm, I've heard a lot about this. What the fuck was happening there? Well... Let me. I actually pulled up an article and did not create a story for this, but I have an article. So mm-hmm. let me see if I can glean anything from it, and then I'll tell you what I think. Can I so, preface this with what the fuck is happening with the Houston Police Department, and why does it feel like every four months we're having a discussion about some fucked up shit that involves the Houston Police Department? Did this happen in Houston? Yes. Really? Yes, and it looks like the Houston Police Department like didn't stop things because they thought they were afraid of a riot. I don't know. Read the article. So conspiracy theorists, that's, well, I specifically have an article about the conspiracy theories that are gone around this. Well, Astroworld Demonic, Astroworld Illuminati, Astroworld Upside Down Cross, they're all trending on comments of TikTok videos of people getting crowd crushed, eight people being killed, hundreds being injured. More than 34,000 people liked one comment that read, the music industry is demonic and collects souls. This is simply true. I don't know why that's so controversial. Mm-hmm. TikTok users have become obsessed with the various symbols and decorations on the stage in an attempt to justify the theories, including the imagery of flames, burning doves, inverted crosses, all kinds of very weird stuff. One user claimed that Drake uh, was born 66 months and six days apart from Travis Scott, which is interesting. Referencing 666, the number of the beast, uh, Drake on Monday night issued his public remarks about the devastating tragedy where he ended up making a surprise appearance. Uh, you know, the, the, there's just a lot of weird demonic symbolism going on. It's very seductive to think about. I don't really know about the demonism part of it. Here's my deal. The music industry is full of demons. He might as well be one of them. I certainly know there's a couple of guys in the rap industry that I would just basically go there. Either demons are serving the purposes of them, but to not get um, you know, too esoteric or religious about it, I think there's a simpler explanation to what actually happened. Now, the initial reports, and what's really interesting is if you go out and you look up, I, I think it's, uh, is it Shenhua? There's a Chinese news organization, the main Chinese news organization, Three or four different websites, China Today, Chinese Daily, a bunch of Chinese news organizations were, were publishing stories that said eight people were trampled to death. Mm-hmm. Okay? That is not true. Right. That is not true. It is very interesting, though, because they're all following the same state news agency putting this one story out. And I got to wonder why they're putting yes. that particular story out. Trampling. Trampling gives you a different idea of what was going on in the crowd, perhaps, than what actually was happening. And it also gets very interesting when you consider China's fentanyl production. Because from what I saw, what I think is most reasonable, because this doesn't happen at every single concert, and it certainly doesn't happen at every Travis Scott concert. People get hurt from trampling and all kinds of stuff. But I looked it up. The most common medical diagnosis of death 
for trampling is called traumatic asphyxia. That is when you experience a traumatic injury that causes you not to be able to breathe. This is common for crowd crush and trampling. None of the diagnoses, as far as I've seen, of deaths had anything to do with traumatic asphyxia. I'm sure many people experienced traumatic asphyxia or trampling or bodily injury. But the ones who died, they, as far as I know, the majority of them, as certainly all the ones that I saw that had their deaths published, like what actually happened to them, they died of cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of cardiac arrest that went on. Of those hundreds of injuries, many people who didn't die experienced cardiac arrest as well. This got the vaccine people up in a hoot because they were like, oh, myocarditis, you know, that causes that. Uh, it's interesting. I don't think that that's true because if it was, this would be happening at multiple festivals that have already gone on since the vaccines have been rolled out. I think the fact is there was a bad batch of drugs that got into this concert because Travis Scott, who you got to blame him for a lot of this, encourages people to break the barricades and go through so that security mm-hmm. has no ability to check people bringing anything in. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens to be that fentanyl, if you if you know this, is an opiate. And opiate overdoses, the number one cause of death in opiate overdoses, again, I, I researched this the other day, is cardiac arrest or some sort of heart problem ends yeah. up being the thing that kills people. So I think the Chinese news connection to fentanyl production to a bad batch of drugs coming in. I also heard on the Joe Rogan experience, Ari Shafir had a really interesting theory about this kind of thing going on in general, which was various cartels in Mexico, South America, are lacing one another's products with fentanyl because Mm -hmm, it -hmm. it, it gives a bad reputation to that batch of drugs. And so they go and buy drugs from other cartels. So there could be multiple different things going on. But to me... The cause of the deaths is the fentanyl, yeah, and, and the demons. So, so that's what I think. So demonic I, or not, that's what that's where I was with it. Yeah, I the one the thing that kind of like really weirded me out was that one chick's like uh, the, the account of it. It just sounded like a fever dream. Like it did not sound like the sort of thing that you would say after you've been in that experience like oh the girl who there's a video of her like trying to get the guy who's filming to stop yeah i don't know i i I looked at that and i was like i don't know what you think the camera guy is gonna do well i'm not even talking about that necessarily uh her account of it it sounded like she was on drugs when she wrote it. exactly and that's what but fentanyl is not a psychedelic uh well it does produce out-of-body experiences but it's not a psychedelic yeah it does well maybe that's that's what that was She's de- um, I mean, it de- it's an opiate, and if you take enough of any opiate, you're going to be floating over your own body. Um, yeah, well, so, I, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's really troubling. It is definitely has that demonic feel to it. Um, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but I, I think I there's a lot of international issues, actually, that are going on that a lot of different special interests would prefer we see things a different way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and go away from the fact that it could have easily just been a bad batch of drugs. And, again, I think the thing that supports that most is the number of cardiac arrests. To me, that's no. the thing. Well, I like it. Yeah. you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I have one final story. You notice I didn't give out a King of the Week award this week. Okay. It's because there's a Queen of the Week award wow. this week. Breaking boundaries. Look this at this. for the ladies. TLE. In a story made for TLE, it goes <laughs> like this. Of course, this broke on a Wednesday car. Austin Animal Services confirmed that it received a report of a monkey biting a child 
on Halloween. Yes, I forgot about this. According to the Austin American Statesman. The report comes in the aftermath of social media rumors that a pet monkey belonging to the girlfriend of Texas Longhorns assistant head coach Jeff Banks injured a child while trick-or-treating. Danielle Thomas, who's Banks' girlfriend, responded to the allegations on Twitter Sunday evening. She deleted her account shortly after. Thomas, via Twitter, alleged that a child encountered the monkey after wandering into an off-limits area of a haunted house attraction at the residence. University of Texas officials did not immediately respond for comment, according to the statesman. The alleged incident came one day after Texas's loss, 31-24, at Baylor. Banks, if you know him, if you don't, 46 years old, is in his first year on the Texas football staff. I encourage you to look up the guy's history because it's really weird. He's got a weird history, dude. There's a lot going on back there. He was previously the tight ends and special teams coach at the University of Alabama, 2018 to 2020, before following first-year Longhorns head coach Steve Sarkeesian from Tuscaloosa to Austin. Sarkeesian was hired and replaced uh, to replace Tom Herman as the head coach back in January after previously serving as Alabama's of offensive coordinator. Now Banks serves as tight end special team coach as he did in Alabama on top of his title as assistant head coach. Banks has a previous coaching experience. He served as the running back special teams coach. Got a big resume. 22 years of coaching. Danielle Thomas, his girlfriend, had been dating a University of Texas football coach named Jeff Banks for four and a half years, having a great time with him. She's a stripper by trade, and she goes by the name Pole Assassin. <laughs> she has strongly defended her, quote, emotional support monkey after the animal bit a child visiting the haunted house in her garden on Halloween. Banks, who is separated from his wife Corey and their three children, his daughter Sydney, two sons Gage and Tanner, in late 2017, February 2018, was with Thomas at the time. Thomas has 66,000 Instagram followers and once appeared on Jerry Springer with the monkey Gia, who also has 9,000 followers of her own. God, God, the monkey has its own Instagram account. On Halloween, the white-faced capuchin monkey that Thomas got as a baby in 2014 was in her cage when a child came around trick-or-treating and to play in the haunted house that Thomas had set up in the yard. It's very hard to... The monkey is very cute. Look up the monkey when you get a chance. Gia attacked an innocent child without merit? I think Gia's innocent until proven guilty. Banks' girlfriend has her story. We'll see whether or not we ever find out if any truth comes of it. Again, Pole Assassin is a legend in the field. And she performed once on the Jerry Springer show. She go look it up. What if she's pissed? What if what if Pole Assassin was from Belarus and it had a double <laughs> meaning that allowed us to tie in the, our last story with the first story? That'd be pretty nice. That would be that would be pretty nice, Car. <laughs> nice little bow. Nice, yeah, nice little bow. She was pissed. She was tweeting, I had a haunted house on one side gated off. He had no permission to go past the gate. I had no idea he went into my backyard. Neither did I know anything about a bite, which is good grammar. Neither did I know anything about a bite. It's solid grammar. Until a doctor of neighborhood, bad grammar, told me about a small bite treatment. No parent ever contacted me about it. 
She continued, an 11, 12-year-old child should know better than to enter someone's yard without permission and old enough to also follow the rules. The rules were when you get to the gate, turn around and come back for candy, and every other parent and child did so. People lie so much it's ridiculous. Stop believing everything you hear and more of what you see. Shaking my head. Then she deleted her Twitter account. Pole Assassin, you're the queen of the week. Queen of the week. Queen of the week. Um, I've got a ra- I got I got to bounce here real quick. Uh, but there are two stories, and we had been talking about me and you have been texting about stepping over the line this week. There are two stories that I think are that warrant a lot of attention. Or okay. At least, uh, uh, and maybe we maybe we can rope pause into because I feel like it would be beneficial All to right. have him in there. I'll, I'll talk. One to of them. About it. One of them. Uh, involves Ghislaine Maxwell and her testimony oh, yes. and a couple things that she mentioned in there that had me going, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would be a really exciting, uh, 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 you know, exploration uh, if we wanted to step over the line this week. The other one, the little elf sent me in the way that the little elf sends me everything, which is in the form of TikTok video. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> and uh, it is a, I don't know if she sent you this, but uh, this really creepy footage of cops evacuating kids from this house in, in I think, Wisconsin. Oh, I don't know about this. Okay. Hmm. Uh, has, has a real, like, kind of founder's feel. So we oh, definitely really? need to get, yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah. I was so let's go over the line away. this week. Maybe we'll, we'll go over get the line. that out on Thursday or Friday. Hopefully. Well, we just need to, we need to make sure we can get pause. Uh, I, I don't yeah. know if pause is available, but he needs to be a part of that episode. Okay. Um, so, right. yeah, we'll, we'll try and push out an over the line episode this week. I've got to run. Uh, Birdo, thank you so much for uh, everything you do here at Time Thank Liner. you so much, man. Yeah. Wow, so. that's great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, uh, how many hands are we keeping on the wheel? Two hands, Birdo. Squaw. Squaw.